morning. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is one of the youngest survivors of Auschwitz-Birkenau. She's going to tell her remarkable story. This is Tova Friedman, and she's written this amazing book called The Daughter of Auschwitz with Malcolm Brabant. She's joining us now. Good morning, Tova. Yes, good morning. Good good, I guess it's noon now, so... That's okay. Good, good morning, good afternoon. I'm so glad you're joining us. Thank you. Congratulations on your book. This is a powerful memoir. What, Tova, what uh, made you decide to put this in print? Yeah, I'd like to name it. It's, it's called um, The Daughter of Holocaust. What made me do it is, first of all, my age. Okay. I thought at this stage, I wanted to tell my story because, really, if not now, when? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so many, the very few Holocaust survivors left, and we need all our stories for posterity. Yes. Uh, and I thought it was a, a good time. And then I found uh, I had the right person who would be my co-writer, Um Malcolm, uh, he he lives in England, so that was it, it. Everything was just right, and of course, the atmosphere in our country, the anti-Semitism, yes, is a real scary thing for for all of us, right? And I thought it's a good time to remind people uh, what can happen if we aren't careful, yes, if we allow hatred to just you know blossom, yes. I was going to bring that up, actually. You know, in seeing all the anti-Semitic behavior, it's really troubling to me to think this is 2022. And I, w- I was wondering your perspective on that. Well, I somehow feel that, you know, we've always been scapegoats. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, it's, if somebody is unhappy or, or if the country isn't doing well financially or... People have problems uh, politically. Somehow, people always want to blame somebody for that. The same thing happened in Germany. And I guess we are, (laughs) they decided that the Jews must be responsible for something. Mm -hmm. I'm not Mm -hmm. even sure for what. Exactly. Yeah. So I want to dive into your book, The Daughter of Auschwitz, My Story of Resilience, Survival, and Hope. And this is out now through Hanover Square Press. Uh, what a story of you being separated from your mom and just telling the story and how she wanted to save. There were two cousins, and to the day she died at 45, she felt tremendous guilt. Yes, terrible. Absolutely. She, it was at one time the focal of her, of her life that because 150 people of her family were murdered and she thought she could have saved at least two little girls mm-hmm. two, two nieces and 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 she made a decision that she thought it was either us or them and somehow chose me and my father i guess and the worst part was that her sister must have been watching. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it plagued her an entire life. Wow. And she died so young. 45. Sorry. She died at 45? 
yes, she she, she had a very troubled life. Mm-hmm. She, she felt so guilty about that she was the only one left sure. of, of her family. And at 45, we don't know what happened exactly, but she went to sleep and she didn't wake up. Okay. Well, I, I remember watching an interview uh, you did, I think it was last month, it may have been uh, CBS, but uh, you talked about how even after the war, um, you were not embraced, you and your mom. You came back to your community, and there was so much anti-Semitism. Right. It, 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 could you believe it that after being in Auschwitz and having lost everything and everyone? No. <coughs> excuse me. And we come back to our hometown where, of course, my mother didn't know that her family wouldn't be coming back. But she was so telling me, oh, you're going to have this wonderful family and, and you'll see your, where, you, where, where your family lived and for generations we lived there. And we walk on the street and, and the neighbor comes towards her and my mother is sort of going faster to, to, to come towards the neighbor and all she gets is, what are you doing here? I thought Hitler killed you all. That was our welcome. My first awful. My first introduction to the fabulous town that my mother was always talking about. Mm. Unbelievable. And then in school, yeah. you know, in school I couldn't go to school because they would call me dirty Jew. That's oh, after the war. That is awful. Why why oh, I just didn't go. I mean just <laughs> that is just so awful. I will say this, though. I heard about your grandson, Aaron, and his TikTok account. Oh, yes. That's wonderful. Could you share that? Oh, I'm so proud of him. You know, we're always worried, people like me, Holocaust survivors in their 80s, who's going to tell our story when we're gone. Mm -hmm. And then this wonderful grandson, he's 17, and his name is um, Aaron Goodman, and he put me on TikTok, TikTok and so many kids his age, 16, 14, 15, 17 year old from all over the world have been watching me and asking fabulous questions. I, I try to it. answer as many as I can. I so think I heard 50 million or something. You've had like 50 million. Yeah, yeah. At, at one time, yeah. right. Wow. Yes, exactly. Some are following me and, 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 and it's we we keep on doing it. He keeps on do, putting new it's great new events. I want to mention the account. It's Tova Talk T O V A T O K. Tova Talk. Okay. People can find you on TikTok. Yes, I think it's wonderful Thank because uh, the younger generation they need to understand you know the story behind all of this, and I'm sure and, they have a lot of questions. And I, I, I wonderful questions. I must tell you, we also got some anti-Semitic uh, comments, um, but but that's normal, I think. Unfortunately, they're more positive than anti-Semitic. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it's what what's interesting is they are they are really are thirsty to understand things and get meaning. And it, I, 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 I'm very touched by some of their questions. Can you recall uh, one or two that really touched you? Well, they, they, one of them said, uh, do you still believe in God? Mm-hmm. And if you do, how can you? I mean, there was a question. question. Another person said, 
I really want to hear more about tattooing. I mean, I I, I, I didn't know they tattooed children. Uh, so, you know, be, tattoo was so prevalent now. Yes. So they wanted to know the difference. It, they're very good. They're, they're very good questions. That's ec- those are excellent questions. How does it feel having this book finished and out in the world? How does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel knowing your story is out in the world? I am. I am. I'm humbled by it. I am surprised at the interest, and I'm gratified because you see, I'm not speaking just about myself. One child is not that significant. It's a million and a half children who. Who, who didn't make it? Who, who didn't have the same luck I had? A lot of it, a lot of it was luck. I was the, the right time, the right place, or or I wasn't in a terrible place. So it, it's uh, I'm speaking for all those children who aren't here, for all those wonderful, you know, souls who've been murdered. Can you imagine how the world would be if we had a hundred, a million and a half? People I know. who are contributing and and, and artists and it, it's it's heartbreaking to see what what happened to our children. So I I speak for them. And I also want to add that you have some incredible pictures in the book of your family, of your mother, your father, and this is a picture of you at age at age uh, six and a half. Yes, that's what I yes. That was that's what yeah, yeah. It's really really I'm so glad you included pictures. Yeah, thank you. Anything else you'd like people to know about the book? Well, I this I just want to say that this is not just my story. I would like people to read it and then tell it to others. Whether they have others buy the book or just tell them the story. I want these stories not to die. I mean, people are made up of stories. Every one of our lives yes. has a story. That's who we are, basically. Yeah. And everybody wants to be remembered in some way or another. By telling the story to each other, even uh, just just saying some of the episodes, we will be still alive in, in your minds when we really physically are not here anymore. I want to just mention to readers, uh, I've been speaking with Tova Friedman. She's co-authored a book with Malcolm Rabent, and the forward is by Ben Kingsley. It's called The Daughter of Auschwitz, My Story of Resilience, Survival, and Hope. And I put everything on the show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. This is such an important book as we started our conversation because there's so much anti-Semitic behavior and content online, and I, I want to mention uh, your grandson's TikTok again, Tova Talk, T-O-V-A-T-O-K, and I want to thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, and people like you, you know, do a fabulous job against thank hatred. Thank you. I, as I mentioned, both my daughters um, visited this setting where you talk about in the book, and uh-huh. um, it was so powerful. I actually saw my um, grandparents' name, Konstam, in the book of people oh, that had wow. perished. Correct. And my daughter's name is Tovia. So uh-huh. um, I'm, I'm just looking forward to finishing your book. It is such an important book. And I want to thank you again. Thank you. Be well. Take care.
Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you missed any part of my conversation with Tova, it'll be up at the end of the show. Uh, stand by for my next guest. We're going to be talking about the book Catch the Bus, a short film written, produced, and directed by Chloe Owens and starring her dad, Peace Byron. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Thank you.